Pronto is more than a messaging app. Today's door-to-door organizations and sales teams demand better than what free messaging apps can offer. Enters Pronto, a single communication hub for your entire organization with a clean design that elevates your brand and doesn't require any training. With real-time direct and group messaging, video conferencing, announcements, unlimited file sharing and storage, administrative capabilities, and more, Pronto will help your organization communicate, collaborate, recruit, train, retain, and be more successful. So swipe up, try for free, win more. What's up, Facebook Live? I'm here with Kimba, and we are going to be jamming. Where, where are we at? Grapevine? Heard we it are Grapevine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're in Grapevine, Texas. Grapevine, Texas. Hometown is Dallas. Where do you live? You're close. Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Uh, that's Which a is... big deal. <laughs> I was about to say. I know. So there's a difference. I've lived here. I know. Okay. I've been to Fort Worth and Dallas. As long as we're clear. So, Grapevine counts as Dallas. It's fancy here. Why Why do you like Fort Worth? What's your background and attachment and your Fort Worth better than Dallas? 30-second pitch. I'm not honestly saying it's better. It's just where I'm from, and there is obviously a vibe difference. Yeah. Like, Fort Worth, a little more country, you know? We got, like, the stockyards, the brick roads. Dallas is awesome. It's just upscale. and But I like both worlds. They're just different. Like it's important it. to notice their difference, but I love them both. Yeah. I love it. And so Kimba is one of the partners or owners of RKG, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the K. You're the K. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Robbie, <laughs> Kimba. So if you guys separated, then we just have to make a new K. I guess. <laughs> It'd be a I tough business breakup. What's I would just G? get rid of him, and What's then the, the R would yeah, be for roofing. KG. Roofing. Roofing, Kimba, and... Garcia. Girls. Girls. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're at the women's yeah, conference. Yeah, we're at the women's conference. It so fits. And uh, awesome job. we got to give a big shout-out to Grace and Grind. It's for been sure. a, great, yeah. a great conference. Kimba speaks tomorrow. Um, Sam spoke today. I did okay. I, Crushed I it. A couple of people fell asleep, and so I threw things at him. Actually, he didn't. He made us get up. He made us dance. It was fun. It was a good time. It was, it was a good time. Um, so, if you're listening to this podcast, we're going to be jamming on, one, just like women in business. Being at a women's conference, I wanted to kind of bring that up. Of Just yeah. like, you know, Kim has been asked to speak at this women's conference. It's cool. This is the first all-women's conference I've seen put on. Yeah, and so I, I think, think it is they, the first. You know, planning that was a risk and an innovative conferency yeah. type thing. And yeah. I'm a firm believer of having more women in this space. And I'm a huge advocate of women CEOs. I was just texting one out of Atlanta today. And nice. um, I, at DDDCon, we're going to have a women's panel and kind mm-hmm. of a women's section. And um, so January 13th through the 15th, if you're somebody that's like, hey, I want to up level, bring some, uh, bring my team somewhere, get a new charge of energy, make yeah. sure you're there. And uh, anyway, so let's talk about like how you guys got started in the roofing space. Like, was it were you doing roofing? Your husband wrapped you into it, or like how did I, how did that all um, get going? So rolling? neither of us were actively doing roofing. Really, at all? Like, let's no. do this. Yeah, um, we actually started more in the renovations, restorations on interior work. With those projects, we started landing a few re-roofs. We didn't know anything about the insurance side of life yet. I remember still when we got a job and they're like, hey, my insurance paid for the roof and can you do a roof? I'm like, yeah, we can absolutely build the roof. But we were the labor side. Okay. Um, we were actually subcontractors underneath other GCs. So we would come in, we would build the roof for them, but I didn't worry about the sales and the insurance and all that, those kinds of things. So this was a sell of mine or a furl of mine and she's like, the insurance paid for the roof, can y'all build it? And I'm like, yeah, we can. 
She gives me the insurance work, and I'm like, I have no idea what any of this means. I have no idea what ACV, depreciation, none of this stuff is. So I was yeah. a fish out of water. Um, but I very quickly realized the money that was in insurance restoration. And just like with anything, what you don't know, you learn. And then when you learn it, you implement it. You implement yeah. it, you crush it. Like, that's just the way that things go. So that's what I did. And um, started pushing into more door-to-door sales, learning that space. Thanks to a lot of you. Watched a lot of your YouTube, actually. Hopefully not too annoying. Yeah. No, I, lo- I-, I loved you before I knew you, to be awesome. honest with you. Because I started following you on YouTube. Um, pushing into a lot of, like, free re- resources like that. Learning the value in coming to things like D2DCon, right? Um, pushed into some different educational avenues and just started learning the space. Team building from there. And you guys have an mm. awesome team. Like an A team. Thank you, yeah. Like, when they all came to the tour, I was like, dang, this looked like a bunch of like roughneck, sharp, like yeah. hungry dudes. You know they what I mean? That, that's what yeah. I'm like. That's a good culture. Like you're yeah. like, sometimes you're like, this guy looks like he's cracked out on meth. And this guy <laughs> looks like he's just got out of prison. And you're just you know, like, you can tell like you have a good, solid crew. So congrats. It's Thank you. Um, and it's always interesting to recruit people that want to sell door to door. Because like you said, you get some of those crazies. Yeah, but and if they're you're crazy. Good on you. We're fine you're with here. it. You're watching, we appreciate you. We know that you exist. So, but um, so one of the things that I do is kind of coach some of those people that are from rougher backgrounds and do, hey, how do we clean this up? Take your same hustle, your same energy, clean that up into a package that people can accept, yes. that will make you more money, that will change your life, that will level up your mindset. I'm really about that with my team. It's not just about teaching people how to sell roofs, right? It's about teaching them how to level up their mindset, change their life and change their family's life the way that this industry has me in mind. Um, that's really what it's about for me. So I love finding people that don't know anything about this, just like I didn't. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you know what? You can learn, you can implement, you can execute, you can change your life. And, um, you know, that's really what RKG to me is and um, what I pour all my passion into every day. And that's cool. You can, like, feel even when you just say that. Like, yeah, I mean I teach it. a lot of people on, like, come up with a mission. Come up with, like, why your company exists. And I think so many people get stuck on, I'm a roofing company. I'm like, yeah, but like, what else? And then yeah. when you say something like, I'm literally changing people's lives, I'm helping them become yeah. better people, like, that right there is like what gets people out of bed every day, mm-hmm. not like, let me go like, help somebody get their leaks fixed. You know what I mean? I know, that's my slogan. I'm like, we're not just a roofing company. We pour into the community. I get involved with just different community service events and I get my team involved in that. You know, like at the beginning of COVID, I had everybody on our Facebook page nominate an elderly person in the community and then my team hand delivered porch lunches. Like we dropped off little lunches on elderly people's doorsteps. Um, We did one last year pre-COVID where we went out and delivered lunches to all the homeless people um, out here in Dallas. So, you know, we get involved in different community givebacks because to me that has to be part of the business. There does have to be a deeper mission other than like we're just up here slinging shingles, fixing people's leaks. That matters. That's important. But the culture, the drive, the mission behind the company has to be a little bit deeper. At least for me, it yeah. has to be a little bit deeper. 100%. And that's what probably has attracted some top talent, mm-hmm. kept some people, and helped yeah. you guys grow. And how long, I guess, hasn't been that long. How many years have you been doing it? Five and a half, six. Five and a half years. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Thanks, yeah. And uh, so, so how do you deal, so a lot of people deal like Dallas, Fort Worth area, there's what 10,000 roofing companies like it's like everybody and their dog I mean I literally was driving from the airport to here and within 15 minutes I probably saw seven roofing trucks and I go wow it really is day in common for roofers what 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 do you do to separate yourself what do you do to kind of 
sift through the mud and, and stay competitive in a competitive market like DFW? Um, I try to just focus on educating the customers, building genuine relationships, and giving people the advice and the resources that they need to make a good decision for them. Um, you may have noticed I do a lot of personal branding. That's because I want people to know who I genuinely am. I want them to be able to trust the person running RKG, which is me, to be fair. Um, I run all the, the back end of our ship. So every file passes through me. Um, every decision passes through me. And I think that if people can know me and trust me and that if I'm not scared to put that out there, right, if I'm transparent about who I am, I know that that will lead to them being able to trust RKG, my team in the field. And that's worked really good for us. People say all the time, oh, you work for Robbie and Kimba. We know we're safe. You know, and it's taken, not only is my company named after me, the mission is a lot of my own personal beliefs, but there's also that trust where people know they can trust RKG because they can trust me. And if I know about a problem, I will fix it. And, uh, you know, I'm really proud that we've been able to build that. But that's been kind of one of my things I think that makes us a little bit different is I'm not just the roofing company. And I keep pushing into that with the community service, community involvement, um, but also just showing up on social media for people and saying, look, this is who I am and you can trust me. How, is, how have you seen social media? Because a lot of people are like, oh, have your own personal brand. You have your own company brand. Yeah. But like... What have you done that you found has been a win on social media, like that a business owner or a sales rep could start doing that might help them get more deals or grow their business? It's so easy because you just tell the truth. Like if you're genuinely a good person, then I t people always tell me, they're like, oh, I can't do anything on social media. I don't know what to post. They just, they just overthink it. I'm like, so right in the middle of your regular ass day, stop, right? Take a picture. What are you thinking right now? Post, boom, you're done. And that just goes so far with people because they're able to see who you are. Yeah. And um, a lot of people can relate and respect that. So for me, I just keep it real and I just um, keep it consistent. And right in the middle of my regular ass day, I just take a picture, crop it, filter, post. Right, super Simple. easy. Someone's like, you just set a reminder and you're like, have you posted today? Or, I don't oh, even yeah. need to. I know, but I'm, now it's more yeah. normal. But I'm <laughs> yeah. saying for those that are just like, Screw social media. It's like, if you have not jumped on the bandwagon, it's like, okay, you have a opportunity to, one, connect with more people, two, attract customers, three, attract recruits. Um, That's the big for, one. Recruiting. Yeah, like, it's, it, like, in my opinion, social media in my world would be 95% targeted towards recruits yeah. and 5% targeted towards an actual deal because it's like mm -hmm. if I can get one more person to work for me to then get me 50 more deals a year, yeah. that's way better than me getting one customer that gets me one customer. Yes. And I think a lot of people spend too much time and money spent on in external marketing trying to go find a customer when it's like spend a little bit more time and money on internal marketing to go Finding get more recruits. Yeah. And that's, you know, people ask me all the time about recruiting. People notice my team. They're like, where do you find these people? Is it Indeed? Is it ZipRecruiter? Is it this? Is it that? And I'm like, man, it's people that know me in real life that send people to me. And then it's social media. I have so many people that are like, they just see my team, what we're really doing, the results they're really getting. And they're like, I just want to be a part of something that doesn't suck. And we're really, especially with millennials, which I am, an older generation of the millennial crowd, right? We do want something. We're like, we want to make good money, but we just don't want it to suck. We just don't want to keep like having to go to work and clock in the nine to five every day. And when people come in and they plug into our ecosystem and then they're able to change their lives, it's just, it's the best thing in the world. But I tell people all the time, I'm like, man, social media, 
take the name off the table, right? Take off Facebook, take off Instagram, take off LinkedIn, whatever. That doesn't matter. What if I told you you have free access to 5,000 people at a time, yeah. 10,000 people at a time? As an entrepreneur, you change your mindset because you're like, oh, well, I pay Google. You know, I have to pay Yelp. I have to pay all these people to just get in front of people. But on social media, you don't. You just have to be brave. Yeah. That's it. You just have to be brave, tell the truth, share your story. And then people are like, wow, I want to be a part of that. Cool. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would challenge you if you're listening to this to just be a little bit more brave, a little bit more outspoken. Why? Because my mission is to unify, up-level this industry and yeah. bring some more honor. And I think that so many people are scared to be like, I'm on a roof or I'm door to door or I'm yeah. out selling. You should too. And they're like, I don't want to come off as that guy. And I'm like, so the people that are coming off that guy are winning <laughs> and it's working for them. So just get over yourself. And you don't come across as that person if you're living in alignment with your truth, yeah, right? It's like, you're this just is me. telling your story on how you really helped Miss Jones today. Yeah. Right? Or whatever the case is. I'm just telling my real story about my real team, what we really have going on, just keeping it simple. It was so funny. So Mia just got done selling for the week. She was on like yeah. a blitz. And she had everything in the world go wrong. Like, I'm talking, got to the hotel, and they were like, your room's not here, to that flooded the next night, to then they got kicked out, to then, you know, customer, she, like, sold it the wrong way, had to go back and save, like, three deals, and, like, just every little thing. And it was just so funny to watch her story. I actually was like, I'm liking watching your story, and I'm, like, hearing it at night, you know, on the phone. And I'm like, wow, this was actually, like, because she was just like, oh, my gosh, we need to be more honest with our customers. I didn't even realize I was lying to the customer. And I did, and she just goes on, and it was like, yeah. she's like, I had 20 people DM me just being like, thank you so much for being honest. Thank you so much for showing up for integrity. Like, I love your yeah. story. And it was just her just being like, I want to quit. Like, she called me one day <laughs> crying on a curb, and then after she cried on the curb, called me. We fired her up. I was like, let's go, girl. Yeah. She then gets on Instagram and is like, one of those days, <laughs> I'm crying on curb. <laughs> I love it. You know what I mean? And like, We've you know, all cried on the curb, girl. Yeah, I was Everybody's like, been there. I've yeah. been there. Like, I yeah. literally remember crying on a curb, very vividly, <laughs> eating a cliff bar. It wasn't a curb. It was under this dude's tree that he had a bench, you know, like the guy's front yard, and he has this, this bench Just under a, a nice bench, yeah. tree, and I'm sitting in it for like four hours. And I was like, this guy's going to come home, and he's going to be like, who the heck's in my bench? All of a sudden, lo and behold, dude comes home, and he pulls in, and I'm like... He doesn't know how long I've been here. He has a bench here for a reason, right? Like, for people to sit in it. <laughs> this is like pre-Instagram, you know? I wasn't sitting there being like, I'm a I'm dude. sitting on a bench. Three o'clock, checking in. Dude in bench, I'm here. Five o'clock, checking in again. Still sad as hell, hate my life, knocking on door. <laughs> Haven't moved. It's like, we've all been there. We've it's okay. all been there. It's like, all good. But I think that that's what makes you relatable. That's what makes people want to work with you, want to buy from you, want to, you know, mm-hmm. engage with you. It's just saying, here's the crap that I go through, and it's everyone's going through it too. It makes you re- like a real person. And that's why I tell, I'm like, dude, people love the story. Back to like caveman days, people used to tell, before even the written language, right? People used to tell a story by just drawing, drawing stick figures yeah. on the side of caves. Like, and then other people would get, ca- <laughs> yeah. And then other people come look at it all, right? They're like, oh, the story is just, it's the reason why we watch movies. It's the yeah. reason why we tune into podcasts, to live videos, right? It's like humans by nature, we love the story of other people. One, it grows us, we relate to it, whatever the case is, but people that are scared, to get out there and tell their story, they just hold themselves back. Yes. People love that shit. Love it. So we spoke on fear today. 
So yeah. that was my speech, was just overcoming fears, whether that's knocking doors, telling your story, asking a girl out, whatever your fear is. Mm-hmm. I guess what would be your two cents on fear? Like, what, where does fear hold us back in life? Like, what has fear done you? know for what you? I loved about that I walked in? The whole way here, I spent 40 minutes of my life on Facebook Live. <laughs> I swear to God, on my drive here, talking about how you cannot have fear and power at the same time. Yeah. Right? And then I walked in, and that's what you're talking about. I was like, oh... And I don't want to go into detail, but I got some news on my way home last night that scared the shit out of me um, when it comes to some stuff going on with my family. So it was really strange because I had to push back into this just last night where I'm like, oh, that's scary. I don't know. And the truth is that fear is simply the unknown, right? Like we don't know what's going to happen. So I had to push back into I'm like, girl, you don't know what's going to happen in the next five minutes. Like that's okay. Yeah. We're okay right now. And right now is all we really have control over. And for me, I just always go back to the simple truth of I can't have fear and power at the same time. I have to pick one. So I can either walk in my power, I can walk in my fear, but I can't obviously do both at the same time. Um, And I made a whole live about this topic because so many people just live in that fear of like, oh, I don't want to knock that door because what if they say no? Well, you're not going to get the result that you're looking for if you don't knock on the door, right? Um, If we don't live in our power, we're never going to know what we're capable of. And I think that that holds so, so, so many people back. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to choose. Power, fear, you can't do both. It's interesting even, like, I was listening to a book recently, and it talked about fear. And in the sense of we've been ingrained, even from, like, a young age, to fear certain things. So let's take vegetables, for example. Eat your vegetables, or you're going to be unhealthy, or you're going to get fat, or you're going to have disease, or whatever. Instead of switching it and saying eat your vegetables to step into that power to stay healthy and to you get to see through night vision with carrots and like you have stronger eyesight and you have stronger this and your bones will be stronger or like you know anything it's like go knock doors so you can do this versus so that you don't get broke and lose your job and and can't make your mortgage payment it's just switching the language internal story into a power language into a what's the benefit and all the good and the light that comes from anything you do where a lot of times we use this kind of fear-based language internally and externally as we talk to people. I just love that so much. I'm such a fan of language in a powerful way because we do. You'll psych yourself out on the way to the door being like, these people aren't going to want a roof or they're not going to want solar. They probably, you know, I'm probably interrupting their dinner and you make this whole thing up in your mind before you even... Before you knock. It's like nothing has happened. Nothing has happened. Right now, everything's cool, right? And the truth is, on the other side of the store, somebody probably would want our service. We know the roof has hell damage. I have damage. We know we're going to help somebody when we knock on. I know I have the answers to your problems, right? I just need to identify how you want to go about solving your problems. I need to ask the questions. I need to open up a conversation. I know I'm a trustworthy person. Why can this person not trust me? You know, and so with my team, I try to encourage them to use that the power of the language and the self-talk on your way up to the door because truthfully when we can create a reality in our heads and we can see it we'll then show up and execute that way yeah like does that make sense a lot of 100%. people it's i knew it would to you but it's like does that make sense to y'all america um <laughs> hit the like button if this makes sense give me a thumbs up verify. we need all the thumbs up we need we need a uh, we need a validity here please yeah well because you know we, we walk up to the door and we've already decided that the customer does not want to do business with us and we're Right? Hey, I'm Kimba. I know you probably don't want a roof, right? Like, yeah. we, we already show up with that. And so they're like, no, you're right, I don't. Cool. Bye. We are, we've created that reality with the language and our self-talk before we show up to the door. 
But if I show up with the confidence of, I know that you need a roof for me. I know that I am the answer to your problem. And I can show up with that level of confidence that starts with that language. We're going to assume that you're so excited I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, what? You get to hang with me. Yeah. Sam Tagger just knocked on your door. Yeah. Like, do you know who I am? And I don't care who you are. That's how your attitude Insert your name. Yeah. Right. Do you know who I am? And they're like, get off my porch. I'm like, what? Yeah. No one talks to me like that. (laughs) Anyway, what we're doing is I'm gonna hop up on your roof because you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, that that's needs exactly to be right. Step in. That's yeah. power. And there's so many, like, the last, um, I just loved it because Robbie and I actually took our team out. Like, we took the team out to the field, which I've gotten kind of buried in the back end of the business, even like the last 12 months. So to just be back out in the field was so fun. It's just so fun to get back out there with them. But that was one of the things. We had our little circle before you assign the streets and do the yeah, things, yeah. right? We had our little circle. And I was like, we're not leaving this circle until you set your intention. How many claims are you calling it? How many claims are you calling it? Went around the circle. I'm like, set your intention to that number. And one of my guys that I know he's going to be a rock star, he's had a little bit of a slow start because he, he wants to learn everything before he executes on it. But I know this guy's going to be gangster. I just already know. I'm like, what are, how many are you calling in today? He's like, three. I'm like, boom. I'm like, set your intention on that. Your subconscious genius will go to work, right? Like, yeah. you, will, you will go to work and you will... Maybe you won't get three, but maybe you'll get two when a good prospect is going to call it in next week, right? And at the end of the day, when he called in that third claim, I was like, this is why you set intentions. Let's go. This is why you got Yes. And then, but I mean, every single person that set their intention, locked that into their subconscious mind, right? Got at least close to their goal with more prospects to go ahead and follow up on to where I think a lot of times we also skip that in the door-to-door. We don't set that intention for well, you at the field. Here's the point. Is there a scared to set intention and fear that <laughs> if I set intention and it doesn't work out, yeah. then I, I best not set intention. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, What if Whoa. I fail? Yeah, what if I mm-hmm. fail? And I'm like, okay, what if you set intention and you didn't fail? And the right. likelihood of you capturing and it working is way higher if setting intention. So you yeah. get to set intention. You get to go do the work. And how awesome, regardless the Set outcome. Set the intention. Back it up with language. Yeah, let's It's go. most likely going to happen. Yes. Okay, so you guys, we got to wrap this up. But Kimba is fire. And as you can tell, she has a ton of passion, ton of energy for this. Um, so go follow her, Kimba Garcia, on Facebook or Instagram, Thanks, whatever. Sam. And uh, I hope to see a door to door con. That'll be epic. We should probably do something with the women's thing, or I don't know. We'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. And love uh, to. Of course. anyway, so subscribe and, and leave a comment or review. We love to hear you guys' feedback, what you guys like to hear more of. Yeah. And appreciate the Grace and Grind Conference. Big shout out to the team that put this on. And uh, this has been awesome. They even gave us Kendra Scott bracelets. Look at this. I know. Can I got one bracelet? too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just <kidding. laughs> I'm the only dude that spoke here. There was like a men's forum and then it's like Sam. Sam. And she literally came up to me and she goes, Sam, you're the first speaker I thought of. And then all the rest are girls. And I was like, thanks. It's a lot. She's like, I just knew you'd bring the energy. I was like, thank you. You always do though. I mean, that's the thing. If y'all haven't seen them live, definitely worth checking out. I don't know. I guess all your things are on your website. Where to go find you live, right? Make so many happen. things. You we'll said you have so, many, so much traveling to be doing. So. Yeah. Lots um, of opportunities. So one last, like, in a one sentence, if you had to give the industry one p- piece of advice, what would you give it? I And you um, can think about it. We'll edit it. I'll just put on some weird Jeopardy music. Yeah, I was literally about <laughs> to go, dun, 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 dun. Um, well, I guess going back to the theme of the day, right, it's live in the intention, get over your fear, 
and execute. I also see a lot of people get hung up in the execution of it. They spend too much time setting intention, too much time planning, too much time getting in their head. It's important that those steps go like intent, right? Intent, language, execute has to move pretty fast. Um, otherwise, you get stuck in your humanness and in your head and all, those, and in all that chaos. So, guys, get out there, grind, execute, and back yourself up with positive language that will change that perspective on your fear. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. We yeah. appreciate you being on the show. Thanks, this is Sam. great. Yeah. Guys, share this. Share, share this. this. Before you end this, share this right now. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye.